This is the Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about things that need to change in education, like uh, politics, discipline, uh, funding, putting kids where they need to go, and most of all, putting kids first. Everybody, what's up? Happy Sunday. Happy fun day. Welcome to another wonderful episode of the Teachers Off-Duty Podcast. That's right. The Board Teachers Comedy Tour Takeover. Mm-hmm. It is your man, KC Mack, with the lovely folks to my left and right. <laughs> bing, bing. <laughs> it was the neck to the <laughs> bing, bing. Hey, best friends. I'm Honest Teacher Vibes. And I'm Mike Rivera, Mr. Vera Comedy. Thank you. Miss Rivera comedy, uh-huh. man. Thank Mike, you. did you forget you were sitting over there for a right. second? Yeah, I was looking at Mike like, uh, <laughs> hey, it's been 25 years of education. Years. You can't eat. Come on, right. man. We got to give him a little break. Say, Thousand yard stare. 25 to life. 25 years of education. How long have you been doing comedy? Uh, little, Just over 28, probably. Wow. Dang. That's what's up, man. That's amazing. Very hilarious guy One right here. Uh, very hilarious woman to my left. These are some funny people. Um, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not just saying baby. that. I'm not I'm, just saying I'm that. I'm a comedy baby. I've actually watched these people <laughs> and laughed at these people on stage right there at the Boy Teachers Comedy Tour. And listen, people, man, already this whole year we've been everywhere kicking butt. Kicking butt. So, sold out shows already. It's just it's definitely going down. And starting next Thursday, we're going to be in Burlington, Vermont. We're going to be in Binghamton, New York. We're going to be in Ithaca, New York. And on Sunday, we're going to be in Wilkes Bar, Pennsylvania. Please make sure you get your tickets. And speaking of tickets, listen, North Carolina, get them tickets. South Carolina, get them tickets. Georgia, listen, Georgia, Savannah, <laughs> Athens, we need you to get them tickets. Please. Indiana, get them tickets. Massachusetts, Idaho, Utah, Canada, Kentucky. I'm, I'm excited about Canada. I'm excited about Canada. I'm excited about Canada too. Even though I live in Mississippi, I'm excited about Canada. <laughs> yeah, because we're going from Canada to Mississippi, then so Louisiana, Wyoming, Colorado, Illinois, Iowa, Wisconsin, and we're gonna be all around California IA in May. Yay, yay! <laughs> <laughs> you just come up with that? Yeah, freestyle. Yay, yay! <laughs> and this is man, it's cool though. Now, for real, get your tickets, man. I, I have so much fun on tour. It's man, tour is fun. It's 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 just a cool thing, man. And we love getting to meet y'all. Like, yes, because we we, we we do a lot. Of, we're doing it differently this year, man. We uh, there's no like just scheduled meet and greet. We're just gonna be at the merchandise table. So you just come over and holler at us, man. We're right there. We'll take pictures with you, hug on you, laugh on you, cry on you, pray, whatever you need, <laughs> whatever you need. We'll be right there though. So we we really want to make this year really intimate. Uh, with our followers because you guys have been rocking with us. This is the we third year for the tour. Mm-hmm. So we just really appreciate you guys. So can't wait to see you guys. And I can't wait for you guys to listen to this episode because it's definitely one that's going to be close to a lot of our hearts because mm-hmm. this episode is about things that need to change in education. There's mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. There's so much, man. This one, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to be just back soaking up all this because again I mean you, again I commend both of you guys you guys are still in the classroom you guys are still doing your thing you know um, now you taught for how many years Case? 10 yeah 10, Come on, 10 my boy. years 10 years I know nah, you, oh, got, yeah. you got years in the game stop no, playing yeah, yeah. once no, a teacher always a teacher definitely though but you know you, you know like I know every year is different yeah 
You know, that's true. Every year is different. That's true. Even though I, I talk to my uh, my my teacher besties now, we're still in the same group chat and mm-hmm. all that. And just by them, just talking to them and hearing the things that have changed since last year, I'm mm-hmm. like, wow. I don't it's know. Some, it's something new. I don't know if I could have done it this year. <laughs> you guys. Uh. <laughs> I might have got out when the good Lord, he blessed me to get out right when I could. There's something, there is something every year. There's always some kind of new curriculum, some news. Because last year, what was it that, uh, well, this was Florida because y'all always doing the most, but uh, where they wanted the teachers to show the parents their lesson plans for the entire, or they had to show their lesson plans for the entire year or something like that. There was some variation of that. But the one thing we had to do was if you had a classroom library uh, and you couldn't ask help, you had to do it yourself and yeah. then submit it and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. that's why at the beginning of the year when I when I went to the school, all these books are just being yeah, put there. Just, mm-hmm. And that's... Because mm. what, you had to get rid of certain books or you had to... Or anything that might be questionable that 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 so that we're responsible. How would you know if it was questionable? You exactly. hadn't read every book that's on exactly. your shelf. This is that the Florida thing, right? With the... Yeah. Okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. Because there's like books that they've banned yes. that like we read, the, we yes. read it when we were in school. Yeah. Like Roll of Thunder. Yeah. Uh, um, I feel like I read Native Son when I was in school, and I, I'm, <laughs> I was like, dang. But it, go. No, I was just going to ask you. So, g- give me a little insight. So, from their perspective, they well, what is what is their what is, what are they'll they give you a list of things, and and but usually, especially it's the reading teachers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, teach Ooh, English. Yeah. So I many can't books imagine there. them telling so me. So they're like, responsible for that. Yeah. And I know in our county. Uh, they had to go through them. Usually, okay, I'm going to go with the uh, your uh, librarian stuff to yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. No, it's like no, the teachers. Because English teachers, we have yeah, our own, you have your own library, library because we want so, our kids to check out books. And so that's something that's changed. That that definitely irks us uh, very much. So, and uh, and that's what's what that's what's getting to the whole thing about what's what's wrong with education, mm-hmm. and uh, and we can talk about that. For, but it's always uh, it seems like when when I started way back then, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> your principals, you had a principal. Not a politician. Yeah. Mm. It seems There's now. There's a lot of politics and education right now. But even your admin is mm-hmm. politicking mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. stuff in school and you're not getting the principal. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, and, and it's weird when I talk, it was, we got, I, I love my principal. I and, <laughs> say, now, hold on now. I ain't going to lie no, to you, big dog. That new principal I got. I ain't got nothing bad to say about yeah, but, but you, you've seen, uh, but I not, have based off of my other yeah. principles. I have seen they're, yeah. they're politicians. They're playing. It's like do what's best, you know, do what's best for the school mm-hmm. and the kid. Do what's yeah. best for the kid, not what's best for you. No, right. they're. Is I'm like y'all shaking, ha- shaking hands and kissing babies, running y'all running for office. Exactly. I'm like this is a dog and pony show. And that mm. is it. I'm like don't y'all disconnect it from the classroom. It's a dog and pony show. Absolutely. And that's that's one of the biggest things to me that needs to change in education. And you always talk about and we at our shows and stuff. We always talk about teacher pay, teacher pay. Mm-hmm. My buddy Tom, who Tom for 38 years. And uh, he God. knows I'm talking. And, and he actually helped me write the bits years ago. Um, Tom, Tom, he started in 19, early 1970s, and they did an article on him. And when he retired, uh, he showed me the same article that they did about him, what was wrong with teaching, same things, <gasps> when it comes to pay, all this other stuff. And he, he did that to show us oh, what's gosh. going on. So just, just to start things off, when you talk about teacher pay, well, and we complain, what has, what has been done? 
what really has been done. Mm-hmm. And so what's what's great about the Board Teachers Comedy Tour is when we get to go around the country mm-hmm. seeing how much they make. Mm-hmm. And there is a difference. Listen, yeah. Mississippi is like the bottom of the barrel in pay. I yeah. had no, my y'all know my best friend is Leslie Robb, uh, Leslie Robb Comedy, but she teaches in Virginia. And I was like, well, how much y'all make? For-? She said the same. I said, hold on. Y'all make like double what teachers yeah. make in Mississippi. Like Mississippi, they, I mean, they finally like, raise the pay a little bit but it's still at one point in time now I don't know if this is true or not but at one point in time people were saying that Mississippi had the largest or the most um the most paid superintendent of schools for the state but the least pay yeah. for teachers mm-hmm. yeah. now I don't I hadn't I mean I didn't like look into because by the time I looked it up it was like that's not true you know what I'm saying like right. but I didn't I looked it up like months after it went viral and people were mad about it right but there's just the it's just gonna it's there's always a disconnect. The people who are in charge are not boots on the ground anymore, and so they're disconnected from the people who should be having input to make decisions. And it's in different states as we've traveled mm-hmm. across the United States and yep. talking to them. And when I see them, I say I've been teaching now 25 years, mm-hmm. barely make sixty thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they wonder why do you do comedy on the weekends? Absolutely. I have to. Absolutely. That's right. all my kids have ever known. Absolute. Absolutely. I'm doing shows every weekend. If we're not doing the board comedy te- board teachers comedy tour, mm-hmm. I'm doing my own shows. I yeah. have to do that. Right. right. That's the only thing my kids who are now twenty four and twenty one uh, know about me. So people always say, What do you do? Right? And what have they done? Right, absolutely. Nothing. So here was my solution. Okay. Tell us, Mikey. Mike. I'm gonna, this is a Tell, preach. Give it to us. preach. Come on, you better preach. preach. Well, mm, oh, <laughs> brother Not Casey. The spicy mayo. <laughs> Sister Bree, here we go. No, because it, it's amazing. We have a shortage of teachers around the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. I have all my young, now I have to stay at my school because we want the pension. And so I'm absolutely, stuck there. Right. I'm stuck there. But if you're a young teacher, you know your lifespan is five years and you're out. But what if in some of these other states that really do a lot better than we do, like mm-hmm. in Florida, uh, we start they start recruiting the teachers from Mississippi. Say, hey, would you like we'll a forty thousand dollar pay yeah. raise? And if you're single mm-hmm. and you're twenty five years old, you better do. You're gonna go do it. <laughs> so I say now I am uh, I, I am a proud member of my my union. Mm-hmm. Or we have, but we don't have a union in Florida. We have an association. We don't have a union. But you know what I mean? So I'm the lead rep there. But I'm thinking, why don't my my friends in Washington and stuff? And I'm, I want you because I know a couple, a couple of you guys who are big wigs in it, Fed and and Randy and stuff like you that. You got people in that you name dropping. I'm, 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 <laughs> because hopefully they're gonna chime in. Well, because I've always people. said, why don't you then get our you know, the quote brothers and sisters in the union to help us with the moving companies, help mm-hmm. us with this, help us with housing. Mm-hmm. So and you would be shocked how many teachers. I know in Florida would say, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll go to New Jersey. I'll mm-hmm. go to Pennsylvania mm-hmm. where they're, they're giving teachers. I mean, they teachers. do it for Teach for America. Like people move all, I mean, all the time. But here's the thing though, but you have to take account and factor in the cost of living as well though. The cost of living and, is different, but it right. ain't that, I mean, I it's, mean, it's significantly different, but the pay from what we're being paid in Mississippi to the cost of living in Mississippi, whatever ratio it is, it still ain't enough. It's, I mean, and I know they saying mm-hmm. taking into the cost of living, mm-hmm. but it's like, you know, Leslie makes uh, uh, significantly more than I make in Mississippi. And when I say significantly, I mean, I don't mean she makes a lot of money. I'm just saying in the teacher world. But the cost of living in Fredericksburg is different than the cost of living in Memphis or in South. Right, Haven. that's what I'm like, saying. But is it like a drastic number difference of like rent so that they're the, paying or mortgage? No, it's it, it is. But it's almost like they had the pay, the raise in pay 
still they're not paid enough money because the bills are equivalent to what the raise and pay would have been. Like if they lived in Mississippi, mm-hmm. it still would equal out because it's not enough money either way. They It's like mm-hmm. they paid you the least amount of money possible for that state, then turn around and paid you the least amount of money possible for that state. It's individual to the state, but across the country, teachers are woefully underpaid. I mean, just yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly. You've worked hard for what you have. Your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Imagine the, the amount of teachers that left the profession just because they weren't getting paid, right? And Which and that, more, and yeah. It sucks because... I, I just so happen to be fortunate. I, I, I left the profession, but I'm still in education mm-hmm. in some realm. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, yes, I miss that day to day being in the classroom, being around my people and all that good stuff. But I'm still servicing educators. Mm-hmm. So but imagine those who are un, who are not as fortunate as that and they have mm-hmm. to leave the profession mm-hmm. and work in a totally different profession. Mm-hmm. But their heart is still in education. Yeah. But financially, they can't commit right. to it. Because right. of the money. Well, I had a, that's, that's my terrible. teacher bestie at my um, old school. She quit and she started working at Target. And I would see her all the time when I went to Target. And she was like, girl, I make less money, but I'm so happy. <laughs> and, and then there's that people. She was then like, then those she people. was like, I make. Yeah. She was like, I make less money, but it she was like, my back. work stays at work. And I mean, there are people that have quit and they make significantly more money mm. than they made, you know, as a teacher. Mm. But for her, she was just like, this is what I'm like able to do. Mm. This is how many hours I'm able to work. She was wow. like, I am. She was like, I cannot, because she had been teaching for a long time too. She'd been teaching for like 15 years, wow. 15 or 20 years, and she was like, I've been in education so long that I did not realize the weight of what I was taking home when I left. She's like working at Target. She's like, I'm checking these folks out, and then I get to leave and leave work at work. Which is why they're pursuing higher education to get more degrees in order for them to elevate and become but coaches. But the pay doesn't. The pay, yeah, it's, it's still, so sad. It's still sad. It's honestly really it's sad. Still sad. They the national board certification because we had um, at the beginning of January when we first went back to school. We had, you know, the meeting where they talked to you about being a bus driver and how much it can add to your salary. And they talk about you. They talked to you about the national board certification and how much it can add to your salary. And I'm like, how about y'all take that twenty thousand dollars and add it to their freaking salary that so they don't have to do all these hoops and jumps that they already did going to school to get an education degree. You're going to sit in a meeting. And I understand. I understand we need bus drivers. I understand what, what you're saying. But you asking people that's already overworked and they going, they didn't went and got. Hats. Yeah, they didn't went and got a master's degree and your salary incre- increases by like two or three thousand dollars. But you go get your national board certification. Your salary increases by ten thousand dollars. I'm not I saying have my doctorate and I'm driving a bus. Just to make <laughs> right. Well, I'm telling you. Yeah, that's horrible. And so, I mean, I. This is one of those topics I'm like really passionate about, as I'm sure a lot of us are in education. But again, like we've been fortunate that we do, you know, the board teachers comedy too. We do, we do, you know, I've been fortunate to do social media, keynote speaking, you know, things like that. When I left my other school, I was, I had the, I had the option because money creates options. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. I had the option to leave. I could leave. There's people, people always are like, if teachers complain so much, and this drives me insane when they say this, but they're like, if teachers complain so much, why don't they just quit? Y'all, it's not that simple. It's not, it's not that simple. There are people like Mike, like Michael saying, he's been teaching for 25 years. You've been teaching for that. um, You know what I'm saying? For a significant amount of time, you're not just gonna be like, you know what? I quit. I'm going to go. There is stuff at stake when you quit. He is, he is definitely attached to the profession. Like I cannot see Mike working at any other profession. Could you imagine you no, doing anything? No. I will, I, like I said, 25 to life. That yeah. is it. <laughs> Sound like a prison sentence. Lord, Mike. But that's what How long are you in for? That's what we are doing. And, and there's people that genuinely love. So, like, I quit teaching. And when I went back, people was like, what the hell wrong with you? Like, why would you right. ever come back here? And, again, like, the person that I am in my heart, like, I love doing social media and I love doing mm. stand-up. But in my heart, like, I'm a teacher. In my heart, I'm an English teacher. I love being around kids. I love teaching at ELA. I love reading. I love analyzing text. I love teaching the kids how to do, uh, you know, that type of those types of things. And in my heart, I'm I'm a teacher. But I had the option to leave the school that I was at, take a break, and then go back. So even being able to take, you know, a seven or eight month break and then go back gave me a little bit of uh, a different perspective. But I also went back into a better school. And and I and when I say better school, my school same demographic of kids that my old school was same. Uh, uh, same same stuff, just different structures and systems put in place and admin, different types of admin because people quit bosses. They don't quit jobs. Absolutely. Right. And and here's the thing, too. So, like, as I remember one of my uh, vet teachers, uh, she used to tell me all the time because they used to be like, man, mm-hmm. you know, when I was trying to, like, work my way into that school system and that mm-hmm. environment. And I was like, ah, you know, this district is paying more. I might just go over there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, but you got to mm-hmm. understand something. Understand what you have here. Yes, they might be giving you an additional yeah. couple thousand dollars over there, but you know what you got here. You know what the system is. You, mm-hmm. It's kind of smooth over here. Yeah. It's kind of cool over here. You go over there, you the never know what you're you going to get. Right. It's man, cool. right. Listen. You never know. And is it going to be worth it, that extra couple thousand dollars? Is your, is your peace, your sanity, yeah. is your sanity going to be worth it? And, yeah. But it's so unfortunate, again, that we have to be forced with those choices. Yeah. You know? I mean, it's just a struggle. I mean, it's a, it's one of those things where it's a it's a struggle all the way around. And you know, I've said before, like you know, as a joke, like you know, you know, uh, people have to do jury duty. You know, everybody's got to, you know, if you get the letter in the mail, you have to do jury duty. You ain't got no choice, you know what I'm saying, but to do it. And I'm like, I wish we could do something like that with substitute teaching or some kind of oh, uh, or some yeah. kind of partnership or something where people because. Again, it's like one the of army those drafts things. People, <laughs> we should be drafting. It's one of those things where, like, you can't have empathy. You can have yeah. sympathy for somebody, but like, you, if you've been through the same something similar and you've seen, you can have empathy. There's a disconnect because a lot of people that have opinions on education, the only time you were in the classroom was when you was a student. And so teachers like I mean, social media, again, has given us a platform for people to see the stuff that we deal with in the classroom as teachers, whether it be us making a skit and making it funny or whatever, Mm -hmm. or the videos like the one the teacher, uh, that kid that punched that teacher in the face because he said, you know, she slammed his arm in the door. Videos like that or that kid that pepper sprayed that teacher because she took he took her cell phone. People are seeing like the wildness that there is in school. So there's a little bit more sympathy, but still there's there's just it's like, how do you if I could ask y'all how? Because people always ask this question. They're like, if you're complaining, tell us how to change it. It's, it's, It's like trying to turn around an ocean liner. 
It's lit. You it's, it take time to, but we got to start well, making well, the steps. To and turn it what you just said and what you're doing right now is teachers do not control the narrative. Yeah. What the world sees now, but now that we're having social media, now mm, we're having we these podcasts. A little bit more. They we need, but we need to get and 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 like I said, and organize and put up our billboards, put up our our own commercials to know mm. what's actually going out there. Mm. We have to control the narrative. And what's happened, unfortunately, it's been politi- politicized mm. before always. in our county, always a school board member. I don't know what is out in you guys land there. It was always nonpartisan, nonpartisan. Mm. It doesn't matter what it is. We, we do not know your political party. We're voting mm. for the person there. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, it is political. Because guess what? If you have a district like we have, it's almost a billion dollars a year to control them and, and so forth there. So that that's, but we have a humongous, yeah. humongous district. But it's, it's crazy, but we need to, teachers need to take, get together and control the narrative. And that's what we do here. Mm-hmm. But we need to get not just teachers watching this, we need to get other people yeah. mm-hmm. so that they know what's really mm-hmm. going on because they don't know what's really going on. Yeah. So you was like, how do you change? I was sitting here um, thinking to myself, well, damn, you can't. But then it seems it seems but, one of those that's discouraging. It seems impossible. Right. But then when you listen to Mike and, he, and, he, and I'm about to ask you, because I said it within 25 years, how drastically has education changed? And, you know, and you said it was by a great a great number. But so here's my thing. 25 years teaching. Did it change for the better or for the worse? Now, I know you said it's more politicized now. Yeah. Well, some person might look at that and be like, well, that's actually a good thing now. I get it. You know, oh, it, it's it, really well, and, and we can go into that where one of right. my, my, my favorite buzzwords is, oh, don't you believe in parental rights? I go, absolutely. absolutely. I, I absolutely do. Absolutely. And guess what? And that's why there's a school board. And every parent has the opportunity to go vote for that school board person there where the mm-hmm. community then elects them not you decide i'm a parent you're gonna uh, mm-hmm. listen to what i have to say mm-hmm. well listen to what you have to say run for the school board then do you notice how they try yeah. to weasel right. that in there right and that's that's one thing that needs to change there and well and speaking of school board uh shout out to my uh one of my good friends shivy brooks he was actually voted on the school board first uh evan i think it was like in a hundred something years uh first teacher to be oh, voted on the school board now, so which is that's insane, and then that's in Georgia. <laughs> so shout out to Chevy, you know, doing his thing in the Atlanta area. So that to me, that's a big change, and yeah. look, you know, that's something to be optimistic and, and look for. Worked years oh, yeah. to get that like that. I yeah, mean, definitely. But now you have to have money. If you see, like I know in our district, what's what used to go for twenty years ago to run for school board now because it's politicized. Oh, yeah. Oh, talk. oh, that yes. some type of status. He, yeah. he was running a real campaign. I'm telling you, for school he board. was. Yeah, Man. Hey, that's what I'm saying. He worked Man. really hard Bef- to get in to the it. old days back when I was teaching <laughs> before I'm running, You could mom and pop it the way that you said. And win. Yeah. Now you need you need the backing of someone mm. else to do it, and that that's about that education. With engaging it from 25 years, then if you could predict, what do you think it's going to be within the next 25 years? It's it's scary. It is scary. Because now, that's, that, scary. that's why, unfortunately, we have to. And here's the thing, and which I, I always tell people, I will not talk your politics, but I will talk issues with you. Yeah. Issues, not politics. I like that. Mike. I like that Mike. Issues, not. And they're not doing that. I like because, that. Well, I'm going to because if you're this political party, I'm going to label you. And, and that's why Kierkegaard always says to label is to negate. Ooh, a Kierkegaard reference. But it's the <laughs> truth. 
It's the truth. So, so no, I'm not going to talk this. Let's talk issues. Yeah. What's really important respect, here? Respect, respect, you know. And respect and the biggest that. thing now is, and again, we got we have our charter school peeps, we have mm-hmm. our, our private school peeps. Mm-hmm. But here's the point: Do they have the? You know, yeah, you can take our money now, which they do in Florida. But do you have the same accountability? Do yeah. you have to take all the same kids that we have to take? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if not, well, guess what? You shouldn't get the money. I'm sorry. I said it. But we have to take care. Yeah. Of, we make the accommodations. We take care of those that fall through the cracks. Yep. Well, what about the other schools they that are taking your money? They need to be held accountable. Yeah. And what was weird is one of, like, let's say there's a private school uh, that now that, that the money, you can get that money to go to that school. Mm-hmm. But you know what they did over the past year? They raised their tuition the same amount as what they got. And I can't mention names, but you all know what I'm talking about. But that's just give me a break. I mean, I at the at the expense of people getting mad at me, but on this I really don't care because this I had to adjust this as a mother. My daughter, I put my daughter in a private school, mm-hmm. didn't help her. Mm-hmm. My daughter was having behavior problems because when she when she went to the school. Now this is my situation specifically, but when I until I became a parent, I did not realize the significance of the amount of stuff that we offer as public schools mm-hmm. the things that we have to have in place because we can't have kids fall through the cracks there there was a teacher at Peyton's school that looked at me and said she needs to be tested for ADHD I did not know you cannot legally look at a parent and say your child needs to be tested for ADHD because Peyton was having all these behavior problems at her school and like consistently like every day and I mean I felt like absolute crap as a mom like I mean it was it was a really, really hard time. And I finally got to the point where as a, because I'm a teacher in a in a public school, I was like, if this was happening at my school, these are the services that they would provide mm-hmm. to Peyton. The school she was at, the private school? No. They ain't got no services. At like a public that. school they have to. They so have to they have because to. we have to be able to help yes. our you know, but and they expected Peyton to not have those problems because they expect people who have to pay for their kids to go to school for their kids not to have those types of problems. And now that Peyton is at a public school, she's at my school at the, on the elementary side, my daughter is absolutely thriving. I was gonna ask you where does that extra money go then with the private school if it's not if I not, have not the slightest clue. In, Guys, specialists bid, and they're stuff not like, for profit. Right. They're not, they're not doing specialists. They don't have these. They don't have. I'm telling you, resources. The, the teaching that my child was getting at the private school that she was at, and it's a good. There's a great uh, private school in Mississippi called North Point. North Point, I think, is like the number one private school in the state of Mississippi. Fantastic school. She ain't going to North Point. You're not going to. You're not going. You will. will adjust where we need to. But but right now, for you in elementary and in kindergarten, the best thing because people need to do what's best for them and their children. The best thing for my daughter to get the accommodations and the services she needed was to be at my school. Yeah. My daughter. I don't know what I'm like. I don't know what y'all was teaching up in here. I don't know if y'all was only teaching ABCs and one two threes. But that her my school that my the school that my daughter is at now, the education what she was being taught. The level of curriculum and what she was being taught at her private school, as opposed to what she's being taught at my school, the educational foundation completely different setup. That's what I was about to ask you. I was like, do completely you think different setup? You her being with you in that close uh, proximity every day is aiding in her thriving as well. I mean, I definitely. It definitely plays. It definitely plays a part. One thousand percent. When she gets on green, she comes down to sixth grade at the end of the day and she's like, mommy, I got on green. And like all my sixth graders go crazy. They love it. It's a great like family environment there. Um, 
but I'm not over there with her, you know, during class. She's got a national board certified teacher. She's got a teacher assistant in her classroom, the preschool she was at. Same amount of kids. Ain't no teacher assistant in there. That's why she glued her crayons to the underside of her desk on the first day of school. I said, baby, I ain't no Elmer's glue was that strong. <laughs> I ain't no Elmer was working with no glue like that. <laughs> and and the teacher never saw, I mean, she didn't see it until like, I mean, I guess like 30 minutes after. She just sat there, just glued her crayons to the underside of her desk. Her class that she's in now, her teacher, there's no way you would be able to do that. And then when, you, when you're talking about teaching, and there you go, you know as... What we are teachers, we are we go to professional development. Mm-hmm. We have to get certified. Yeah, we have to have our lesson plans. But I think we some have private have... schools do. They have some of them don't mm. have to be well, certified. That's, mm. Some charter schools as well. That's the point. Some charter schools, the teachers don't have to be certified. Nope. Because see, I think that at Payton School, they didn't. To and teach and that's what the public to needs to really know when we're yeah. talking about what needs to change in education. Where somehow we have to control the narrative. And again, what's been going in that part for the twenty-five years, it hasn't changed yet. I'm waiting. I'm, get I'm Matt the, Damon. Yeah, I'm on the fence with that one. Like, I mean, which one? Ah. I mean, private schools. They able as a parent who pay for private school. They are they they should be able to to m- not make their own rules, but you know what I'm saying. They play by different rules than yeah, what but, we play and the, by. That's what we said. Have them all be accountable, just like everybody but else. But they, even if, even but, that's that's but, what I want. But they're not because they're not a public entity and it's it's private. They set up how they held accountable. The public schools, because right. it's to the public, we set up how right. Right. you know it's set up how we're held accountable. But it's different, you know. what I'm saying when you are paying, you feel like oh, I'm paying out of my pocket for yeah. my kid to go to school here. I should be able to say. X, Y, and Z, and I can raise all kind of hell if it. I'm I'm not dissing private schools, charter schools. I'm, I'm not dissing right. none of that. I'm saying from my perspective as Peyton's mother, this is what decision that we made right. for us. And that's why I was saying I'm on the fence about whether you're certified or not. Accountability. It just a matter. It, it really just boils down to that person's uh, principles, that person's mm-hmm. uh, ability, his passion or his mm-hmm. or her passion towards what they're doing in this profession. Mm-hmm. Because I know some certified teachers that... Mm. But public schools, right, there's people right, that ain't right, held accountable. Right, 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 it's right, across so, the... Right. It's education across the board. Right, right. It's it doesn't the, matter. It's, private, it's public. It's an individual thing. Yeah. You, as an individual person, how are you approaching this profession? Why are you here? And how hard are you willing to work? I, I get it. We have to take the dings that come with it. Because, you know, but at the end of the day, certified or not, mm-hmm. you have to be held accountable and be willing to go above and beyond to serve these kids. But it's back to what Otherwise, Mike was saying. Otherwise, get up out of here. Well, it's back to what Mike was saying. You have to. Again, it plays into politics. It goes into but politics. Whether it's public, whether it's public or private, and that, that it plays into politics. Change. It That's used to be change. no politics. What's best for the kid? Whether it's and public or private, politics. There you go. Man, we I know we can definitely touch base on the finances of an educator. We can we can probably spend this whole uh episode, but we do have some other points. Uh the, what about I, the this the, the basic respect for the profession? Yeah, I mean, I heard somebody would say one time, you know, cuz people always look at the history of things. Somebody said that because 
the history of education, historically, most teachers were women. Mm -hmm. And so the pay is tied to the historical aspect of education that women weren't paid as much as men are. And so the, the profession wasn't either valued as much or whatever. So the pay is linked to the history of it. Well, the, well, well now that there's men teachers, we did not, uh, can you need to switch that memo up? because. <laughs> <laughs> but it's linked to the history of it. The history of it. And I mean, obviously, like I haven't done any extensive research on it, but if you I've look, heard. a lot of schools are, te- this, my school that I'm at now is the first time I've had, we got two male teachers on our team. My The school that I was at, all six of us in our English department were females. And so, you know, I can see how society as a whole, how that part would play a role in it, because you can look now and see that in a lot of in, in some jobs, men are paid more than women and they do the same job. So that particular part has to do with the history of it. But it that ain't the only reason. Right. That may be where it started out, but that's not the only reason now that teachers are not paid what they deserve to be paid. And when you're talking about respected. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Back in my day. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get a tally. I'm about to start the, tallying on my paper. How many times? Before Y2K. No, I Not was, Y2K. <laughs> I taught before Y2K. Um, I was in school doing Y2K. <laughs> okay. I, I remember, remember though, to die. When, wait, wait, real quick. This is the first time I'm actually happy not to be the old guy on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Go, take it away, Mike. Keep going, man. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Vera, how, how was it with the, the time of the dinosaurs? Did you ever oh, meet a T Rex? Have the kids ever asked you, oh, uh, was they, the world they, in black and white? Yeah, when you... <laughs> they'd choke on. Now they really make fun of my hair. But that, here's the thing back in the day, if there was ever a problem with little, little Susie, little Johnny, little KC, well, guess what? When you called home, something was done. Something Always. Did, yeah. Always. Mm. Or, or now, it's like they well, talk he, reckless to their parents, man. I'm like, what? It, you know that he said, she said stuff, yeah. and they get the benefit of the doubt. Listen, I have heard some kids before. I'm like, hey, if I talk to my mama like that, my she'll bring my bags to the school and drop them. Don't come back to my house. I have heard kids go off on their parents when they've had to. We've had to contact a parent, and the parents like hand them the phone. I have heard kids argue with their parents. One kid hung up on her mama. I was like, girl, you are brave. Mm-hmm. You are brave. Like what in or, the world? I would or, never. She's probably hang. not that brave. Not brave. My, brave no, 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 might not saying, be the no, best no, word. But no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, no. From from your uh, perspective, yes, she was brave. But from her point of view, she's probably like, I don't have to be brave. My mother's not going to do nothing Bro, when I get home. That's what they they yeah. they say that all the time. I'm like, what in the world? My mom's like, I got asked one kid like straight up. I was like, if I call your mom right now, what's she gonna say? He's like, she ain't gonna say nothing. She don't care. I was like, bet that up. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so then at that point as teachers, we have to find, you know, which we all we already naturally find, uh, you know, different avenues because you don't want to have like it's some teachers from a parent's perspective. I can't understand this. There's some teachers that they call the same parent like multiple times in that within that week, two, three, four times. And the parent has gotten to a point where they're frustrated because they're like, you've called me four times this week. And like, you know, y'all know as a parent, even if you're doing something at home, some behavior don't change that quick. You know what I'm saying? Like some stuff, obviously, like fighting and stuff like like, that might change, you know, quick. But sometimes there are like 
different avenues of handling well, you, disciplinary problems and, and that's, than calling that the parent said every single time the, D that word. the kid does something. How that's what I was about to say. Discipline. <laughs> Why'd you pick your mic up like that? <laughs> but that, that that's the thing, how discipline is handled <laughs> feel like I'm back on stage. as know. it is today, as it was before. Mm-hmm. You know, before you do something, no. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, uh, you're, mm-hmm. you're, like you always say, here's your bag of chips. Yeah. Here's your bag of chips. Yeah. That's a good point. And I'm glad mm-hmm. you said that because, again, I know we 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 say the 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 popular sound bites, you know what the things, the woes of cries of educators that we do, that we go through. I get it, mm-hmm. but there's also a small percentage of people, mm-hmm. and I think you just uh, spoke for them, like for especially for the parents. Like, at what point does your classroom management come in hand to where you don't have to keep calling me on my job? Four times a day mm-hmm. or throughout. You know what I'm saying? I right, have a job as well. Because at that point, because at that point, at that point, if if you have to call me four or five times a week, we need to sit down and have. So at Peyton School, when she was getting in trouble like that, it's immediately because you're getting in trouble every day. Mm-hmm. Your teacher is having to say something to you every single day. At that point, we're about, let's have a meeting. So I said. Can we have a meeting? Because at this point, I feel bad for your teacher because this is every this is every day. So let's me and your teacher talk and we communicate because we on the same team. Right. Let's we talk and we communicate and figure out what is going. Why? Why? Why are you exhibiting this same behavior? Because, again, some some kids, the parents genuinely will be like, quit calling me. Right. I'm not one of those parents like my my. This is my daughter's first year going to school. Obviously, she was in preschool last year, but this is my first year experience wise as having a parent or having a child in school Mm -hmm. and I and so for me I want to communicate with the teacher and say this is what happened you know what I'm saying when you called me and said x y and z now I'm like did anything happen or like you know and so it's that's always like a sticky situation and a tough topic because it's always going to be different perspectives right right and again because again there are those parents that are not as involved but they're but come on we that'll take away from the light from those who are actually the parents, answering what, the phone but calls that's what I'm saying. when we do call. It's the parents, some good that, parents, out there it's too. The parents that are involved that are getting frustrated and saying, you've called me five times this week. I'm right. working on the behavior with them at right. home, but my God. like Right. Because at this point, okay, because watch this. At this point, initially you're reaching out to that parent because you're like, hey, I might need assistance. because we're maybe, rocking with you. Right. There's we something that I need you to do you. as a parent. So when we're the parent does that, yeah, we're rocking with when you. the parent is actually checking those boxes, but you're still calling them. Mm-hmm. It's okay for that parent to look at you kind of and be on some. All right, come on, teacher. What are we doing? I mean, before what I look at have to do? before I look at what you on some stuff, I'm a. Can we have a meeting? Well, now, no, no, before, no. That's, yeah, that's, so that's before, all. In, that's included into the the, the, the check box checks. Right, 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 you right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. But, but there's another person involved, and that's admin. There, they're supposed to be handling Ooh, these things. We say something, Mike. Hold that, on. No, no, no. Woo. They not handling. That's so the the, come the, on, the Mike. That, talk to them. The that's stuff the that I'm talking about, as far as like them having to call home, is like they won't stop talking in class or yeah. they won't right. stop that's playing. supposed to deal with the well, code of conduct that's 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 the type of stuff i'm seeing people calling home consistently because they're okay. like they won't stop talking they won't stop playing you, okay, it's we, not like we're mixing two cussing. different things it's not the like level she's talking about is the stuff that can be handled is what you're saying oh that, you're that, talking, yeah, yeah. That now he's saying at one point and because I, I got you because that's how how crazy how muddy these waters are yeah but they're very right muddy. right but you're right there's some point when the administrators have to yeah but I think if if over here on this side, if you and the parent have that relationship and you're actually, like I said, those boxes are checked, mm-hmm. 
at that point, if everything, if the parents doing everything in their power, and if the teachers doing everything in their then power, at that point, then right, 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 right at right. that point, administration has to step right. in, and now they have to do their part, and they have mm-hmm. to, you know, check their boxes, you know, and then anything after that, of course, then you have to look into other specialists mm-hmm. to see what. But the might hard be part about education, for the, kid. the hard part about education too is just because you were a good teacher doesn't mean you're going to be a good principal because you might know how to Ooh, manage. Say that you might, you might know how to manage kids but you don't know how to manage adults. You When you become an admin, you have to manage adults and kids. You so, definitely got to say that again for the people in the back. <laughs> Just because you are a good teacher does not mean you're mm. going to be a good principal. Mm. Because again, being an admin, you're essentially, you are managing people. You're not, you're no longer classroom managing small people. Listen, you managing adults and kids. If I could sprinkle any of my spirit onto to the, <laughs> to the educators in the world, we won't have that problem because I'm one of the ones I'm very self-aware. Mm-hmm. I know what I know and I know what I don't know. Yeah. And I know I would not make a good principal. Oh my gosh. So I therefore never be, I would never I even attempt never. such a thing. I could never. I know my lane and I'm going to stay in <laughs> I'm it. I'm going to stay in it. <laughs> a I lot of these teachers, over. they don't know their lane. I'm not drifting And they step over outside to... their lane and then they become a not, not so effective administrator. I'm and then that just kind of, I don't want to say destroys, but it kind of. Mm-hmm. Which you have good. Uh, messes up some stuff in your good, school. I, so. I, I we like, both have good and administration some APs, you know, and, and I, I wish I could just shout out what a great person she is. But I like the fact that she had 17 years of classroom yep, experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know. Because some are only living like, after two. <laughs> yeah. so so get a little two. So and then they go. you having like two years of classroom yeah. experience and yes. then that's become the a principal. Absolutely in not. Texas, that's the minimum requirement. No. I don't know if that's no. across the board. I don't care what nobody says. And, no. and that goes to what you're no. saying is because when you have that experience years, as a yeah. teacher, then going to admin, you have worked on those relationships with the teachers. Mm-hmm. You know how it feels. You build mm-hmm. those things Absolutely. up. You can actually walk into a classroom, see what I'm teaching, go, I'll take over Absolutely. When it's, when, when it, my principal do the same thing when an ap or principal does just walks in let me start talking to them like they're they're getting engaged in the Mm -hmm. lesson man i just start smiling it makes me so i got your back i'll run through (laughs) a wall for you i'll run through a wall so happy because those those years of experiences i mean is exactly what it is Mm -hmm. experiences so you have 17 years to pull back all your frame of reference is 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 very vast you can pull back and remember the times maybe in your fifth year where Absolutely. this kind of similar situation happened Absolutely. and you can remember what you did then Absolutely. and you can kind of take that skill and then apply it to the you know present mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. You can't do that with just two years, baby. Right. And I've seen, and, and I, I, I literally love my principals at my school. Again, it, I would do what, because I know whatever my principals ask me to do, they willing to do the exact same thing. I have seen my, my head principal taught English my assistant principal taught math. I have seen the both of them go in classrooms and help struggling teachers. I have mm-hmm. seen both of them say, let me come and in. And smile on the mo- teacher. Model, model lesson. It's street cred. It is. Get, it is. It is cred. the. It is the No phenomenal. politics required. None. None. You just, you see a teacher struggling and you go to help. Yeah. And and this is, this this is these folks running around all day too. Because let me recognize the fact that, especially since I got good admin, let me recognize the fact they running around all day putting out fires. Because that's the way school is. Even if you got systems and structures in place, maybe somebody doing something, okay? But even in the midst of that, they still find time to come in. If a first-year teacher
culture is not understanding how to teach something. Last year when they had me teaching math, Lord Jesus, the math, because I'm an English teacher, the math principal, after she'd been running around all day, would come in my class and teach one of those class periods so that she could model for me how to teach a particular subject. I have never seen a principal do that before I got to okay. the school. My girlfriend, uh, you know, she uh, interviews principals. She hires I principals. Been like, girlfriend, what? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she hires principals, and she was telling me about this interview with this one principal. This, so this just goes back to what we're talking about: the state of you know administrators that are coming into the field now. So the, one of the questions uh, was, "What's some of the things that people would say good about you?" You know, what I'm saying in 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 your profession. Mm-hmm. And this one guy, she said, he looked at us, because you know, it's a whole yeah. uh, board of, you know, he's doing his uh, interview in front of it. He looked at everybody with a straight face and said, well, a lot of people always complimented me on how well I dress. I'm very sharp dresser. She said they tried to keep a straight face the whole time because they're like, sir, this has nothing to do with what you're about to walk into, matter of fact. But the fact that that was your go-to answer, oh, that's what you had to pull. That's your best quality at this point. I'm happy because you're going to have to go be a J. Crew model right. after you have to quit being no, a but principal. That's what you're saying is who's hiring them? Is it is it the, quote, the the old boy network, you know. Oh, oh we, the good old boys yeah, network. Oh my gosh. Yeah, oh, got, yeah, cause we got you know Don't I, even get me started. At my school we got some great people and I and, and I'm saying that. Mm. And they've been trying to become principals and they are wonderful. Yeah. And they know who I'm talking about. And I, I'm giving them props because I'm smiling because I know how great they yeah. would be. And they're not getting get that opportunity. The good old boys network. Yep. Yeah. Why haven't you ever pursued becoming an administrator? Yeah, would you ever be a principal? Oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, well, here's the thing. Well, I, I feel like he wants to add a hell no to this. No, back in my day, but one of my good back in my day. Okay, because I was like, back you said to tally three times. There was three of us, and and, and one of them, and we were all talking because that's the natural progression. Mm-hmm. And then after a while, I said, you know, it's like, it's not worth it. And again, we do comedy, and they would find some clip, and then we were, you know, that mm-hmm. you can't do that. Sorry, but the the point is though wh- wh- I've seen what what happens, and and remember I, in my, in my county they're on they're not on uh, like I have quasi tenure if you know what that means. They, nope. The, meaning <laughs> I don't know you what know, that it, is. It's, it's tougher to get rid of me, but 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 I work hard. <laughs> okay, but for for they're, they're like sense. usually AP, they're on year to year contracts and stuff like that. Oh, okay. So they they're under that fear and things like that. Yeah. But there's so many really good people that that try mm-hmm. and have that experience that you know oh my god you'd be fantastic yeah. it's like well why aren't they yeah you know and they and that's that needs we need some people uh, yeah. to actually go and uh, like a teachers group mm. to say hey let, let's let's be in that yeah we should vote <laughs> teachers should be able to they vote we'll be vote. a good principal <laughs> um i'll speak to this one because i'm got? a state tested subject but i i know that you can't grow what you don't measure uh and so i'm not against data actually data is good to a certain extent but these kids are tested. They are over-tested. They are tested out. They're tired of tests. And quite frankly, me too. And they have, I feel like they have a test every, like a significant like state type of test. 
every nine weeks and data i know we use the data to drive instruction and we use the data to help us see you know where our kids are do we really but i mean i do my school does okay my my school does my old school nah my new school they they wow. do tech they do use the data but even at my new school it's still too much it's too much testing well, i, I want to say that because i know a lot of people they a lot of districts in the different states they mainly use it to get that check Make sure that that money's still coming in. I mean, and I, and I, my principal, she, like, I can go to my principal and say exactly what I'm saying right now. They tested too much. Mm -hmm. They are, they're tested entirely too much. And there's, there's a point in time where the kids get to a point where they're just like, I don't care about this. We, now, now, kids will try for teachers that they like. Yes. And so, so, Kids will try true. for teachers mm-hmm. that they like because we try for our principals because we like our principals. Mm-hmm. Well, we like our kids again, and we want I, kids to succeed. I like, I like my uh, I like my kids mm-hmm. and want my kids to succeed. But at some point in time, it's like they're saying, "Don't teach to the test," and it's like, "But you grade me on exactly the test." And sometimes you don't know what's on the test. Yeah, yeah. I'm like you. Our you, state test, we don't know for for like math and things like that. And they're like going, "How do y'all not know what's on the?" Well, they tell you the certain standards, but you don't know oh, specifically. Because I, I was like, we know the standards. This, yeah, but for example, they're like going because you'll have the kids going, oh my god, that we, you know, and they'll they'll, they'll work so hard, and then the kids are like half of what we reviewed was not on it because we don't know they don't know specific. And it's almost like whoever writes the test, which we talked we talked about, and I did go to my principal and talk to her about this. I said I took the test that the kids had to take. And some of these questions that are on here, these are these are on purpose. It's not to get kids to critically think. Some of these questions, who wrote this test? Do they teach kids? The mm. person that wrote the test, do they teach kids? And and some of the stuff that y'all are asking these kids to do on these tests, this this some of the stuff adults can't think like this. Right. You're asking a a eleven and twelve year old to answer a, a, a type of question like this. It's a lot of trick questions. It's a trick questions. It's a lot of trick questions. I'm like, some of this stuff, how would they even pull that answer from the past? I've heard horror makes stories, though, about grading curves, have you? About what passes on a state test, what percentage, and sometimes... Oh, my gosh, it's yeah. a nightmare. If, yeah. we fa- if we failed, if we failed uh, kids that failed the state test, yeah, it's, nobody it's would pass. Yeah. Because the state test... nobody would get that money. The state test is hard. And who's, who's getting the money? Yeah, Not I money. mean, again, it goes back to there's a lot more politics in education than, than and, people realize. So who, who makes the money on testing? The right. testing companies. So I, the test, that's who writing the test, baby, because I know they ain't been I'm in any type of classroom. And I know that some teachers that were teachers work for those companies now, and so they do have uh, input. But some of these questions, I'm like, there's no way a teacher wrote Probably this. the same companies that own prisons and tobacco <laughs> Well, you know they said that stuff. they build the the prisons based off of your third grade, the third grade reading uh, or the third that? grade state test for. Oh, uh, was it a prison? The I mean, pri- school to prison school pipeline. School to prison pri- pipeline. That's yep. what I'm saying. The third, mm-hmm. your third grade test scores for the state. They determine how many prisons they are going to build based off of them third grade. Off them third grade. That is insane. Third grade. Are you serious? It's I mean. If we're gonna talk about something that's wrong, we could have a whole. We know Definitely. we could have a whole conversation on the school to prison Definitely. pipeline. Definitely, whole conversation. Well, you, need a, you need a culture where you're actually helping the student, and that's one of my biggest things. Absolutely, by putting them in the right class where Absolutely. they're they're where, where they're going to succeed, not right. in a sixth, seventh, or eighth grade class that's going to overwhelm them, and then they're going to shut 35 down. Thirty-five kids in there. Right. Yeah, they're going to shut down, and then well, let's take it again. Let's do this, and and it's just. 
It's insane it, because you're hurting the kids. And, it, it and goes that's back, the bottom line. You are hurting kids. And because it, it goes back to what you were saying earlier, we're, we're, we're testing them to prepare them, them for so this, this measurable data. Mm-hmm. And the data can be used for many different ways. I yeah. mean, it's debatable, whatever. But one thing we're not doing is teaching them life skills. I wish we like could we're teach not being able to teach skills. them things that yeah. would actually prepare them for life. I wish I knew how to write a check versus when I got getting out of them ready for a test. <laughs> I know they don't have to write a check now. Yeah, yeah I you agree know what I'm with saying? you. We, we, I, I know they don't have to write. You know, nobody really writes checks anymore. But when I got out of school, I wrote a check first time. I didn't even sign it. My grandma was like, "What are you doing? You have to sign this." I was like, "I didn't know. I don't know how to write a check." Yeah. And and I mean, even having a budget. I mean, stuff like that. We have. Uh, a program that we do in eighth grade called Finance Park in my county, Pinellas County, where the kids learn. They get a scenario. Uh, do they have a family? Do they have kids? What type of job they have? What do they make annually? Then they have okay. to figure out what they make monthly, do their little mm-hmm. math. Yep. Then they have a budget, mm-hmm. that a budget, which is a plan, and mm-hmm. then they have to spend it yep. mm-hmm. and then without going bankrupt. Right. Yeah. But here's the point. That's, that is a wonderful class to have, right. but why don't we also have that in ninth, tenth? So, you know, yeah. it's like once they're done with it, they're done with it. Yeah. And they're going to forget it. It shouldn't but be an elective. It should be a, a core class, actually. Yeah, it shouldn't, shouldn't be, be real. You know? Because here's the thing. Even, I mean, it's the same thing with, like, as parents. You don't raise your children to be in your house forever. Right. You actually raise them and prepare them to be, be in the real yep. world mm-hmm. so they can thrive as an be adult. Be productive members of society. Right. Yeah. So it, I would do my kids, uh, and injustice, just teaching them, okay, make sure you, my rules are no, for life. Don't. Right. And make sure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And just teaching them things that only apply within my knowledge. four walls. Right. So it, it, it's the same thing that is uh, uh, that applies to our school uh, districts and things of that nature. We're not teaching yeah. the kids. And I mean, I think the that things they need help to kids. really know. Put kids number one. Yeah. There you go. And I will say this to uh, the parent teacher relationship. The from, coming from the perspective of a parent and a teacher, like the us having a good relationship as parent and teacher. It is beneficial to the kid. Again, we're talking about helping the kid, what's best for the kid. But there is such a lack of empathy on both parts. There is a lack of empathy on both because before I became, there was some stuff that I said before I became a parent as a teacher that I am absolutely shamed. I'm like, I cannot believe I said that because I had no idea because I wasn't a parent with a kid in school. And now having a having being a parent with a kid in school i even like more so pay attention i'm like okay that's somebody's child so check your tone and how you speaking to them because you wouldn't want anybody to speak to Peyton that way you know and so it it changed my it just changed my perspective going from a teacher to being a teacher and a parent mm-hmm. the teacher parent relationship is important and i think one of the things that needs to change in education is we need to do like collectively parents and teachers if we could figure out a way to to uh to make the relationship better between teachers and parents, I mean that would significantly change some things. This is great. I have an estranged relationship with my my children's teachers because I I never had to get a call about behavior. I mm-hmm. never had to get a call about. So it was you know I just had to find myself popping up just because you mm-hmm. know just to say hey mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. but. How often do you really have to do that when there's not an issue where you have yeah. to be up there? You know what I'm saying? To and, build that yeah. relationship. That brings into light the problem of not only contacting when 
it's something disciplinary right. or whatever, you know? Right, right. And so, but again, that goes to a time they thing don't call as well. Me about nothing. It's like the, <laughs> the the fire in the room gets the you know yeah. most attention, especially with the limited time that we have too. So, th- this episode is only a certain amount of time. I mean, we could, spend, right. yeah. we could spend we could spend four or five episodes. This should be a series talking about this. <laughs> this, but. <should> <laughs> <laughs> this could definitely be a series. But no, man, it was a very good conversation. Um, Again, man, you have and the audience has lots of opinions. Oh, yeah. definitely. oh, I can't wait yeah. to read these. Please, please be respectful and, to each other. Now, just know this. Just know this. Just know this. Please be respectful. Understand to each other this. In the comments. Um, we ran out of time. Just know that <laughs> we, could we didn't run out of topics and subjects. Like yeah. I said, there's so many that we didn't. So I, I mean, you know, please don't be in there like, well, you didn't talk about. Well, you well, well we know yeah. it's, right, right, it's right. literally just a lot we was unable, uh, not able to unpack. Yeah, but. Just know, like I said, this is something we probably have to circle back to on another episode and dive into the other. Because, I mean, we can, like you said, we can go on for hours and Mm -hmm. hours and days and days and weeks and weeks. But, yeah, but definitely hit us in the comments. Let us know, you know, uh, your thoughts on some of the topics that we discussed today. And then you can go ahead and sprinkle in some comments that, you know, we might when we go to circle back on and we can hit and touch on that time as well. But we thank you. Thank you. For our Teachers Comedy Tour. Thanks you. And we also want to make sure you guys remember to come see us. Buy your tickets. Uh, make sure you follow us on social media platforms. Make sure you're following the podcast, Teachers Off Duty Podcast, on all platforms. Make sure you follow me, KC Mac Funny. On all platforms and follow these good people. Bye bye. <laughs> Honest teacher vibes. Mr. Vera Comedy. Thank you. Thank bye, you best so friends. Much. We love you.